Okay, hello. Welcome to episode 278 of Sack Kings Therapy. Uh, we are coming to you right after the Kings beat the Wizards, the Zards, in Washington, D.C., uh, 132 to 118. Uh, the Kings basically could not miss from three. That's the short version of it, but we're going to go through the long version of it with you. Uh, and with, or to do that with me, is Fong. Hello. All right. So, uh, let's let's just start with just kind of quickly recapping the game, and then I'll ask for your thoughts on some stuff. Uh, so the Kings they came out looking kind of rough, actually. Like you know, their offense wasn't running at maximum capacity, and uh, they on the other side, their defense was pretty bad. And then they started getting hot, and they never cooled down after that. Yeah, that's my summary right there. That's basically explains the whole game. Uh, you want to chip? <laughs> you want to chip in your thoughts? Yeah, seeing like the Wizards are uh, pretty much hitting their shots pretty early on, but yeah, they they kind of cooled off after the second half as well. So, not even the second half after the first after the first quarter, they really did not get hot as a team anyway. Kuzma was really hot in the second quarter, and honestly, that was when I would just realized, yeah, the Kings are are gonna win this game because. They managed to weather a 16-point quarter from Kuzma. Yeah, and he came out with a, what was it, a potential ankle injury. But, I mean, he came back looking like Kuzma after, you know, a few uh, practice shots. But other than that, yeah, not many people were able to get going for the Wizards uh, pretty consistently. Yeah, they're uh, that team. Uh, just a, a lot of ew, <laughs> let's just say. Um so yeah, Kuzma come he sprained his ankle. Uh actually looked pretty rough. Like he was hobbling and it just I, I felt bad. Like he he rolled his ankle on a fan's foot. That's the worst kind. Other than like maybe walking on like the ref's foot, like how Trey Young did that one year. But yeah, he was he, he was kind of hobbling, but then he got going in the second quarter. It's again 16 points, and it basically did not get cut into the Kings' lead. Granted, the Kings didn't have a big lead. It was like, you know, it hovered around six pretty much the entire quarter. And yeah, so the Kings, yeah, after basically like starting out kind of kind of rough on offense, they got hot and it started with five straight threes from both Keegan and uh, both Ke five total. That is uh, from Keegan and TD. TD had three threes in a row and Keegan had two in a row. And yeah, that was 15 points and they got the lead and never looked back the entire game. And then, yeah, the 16 point quarter could not cut into the Kings's lead. And like ever from that point forward, the Kings controlled the game uh, in the second half. Yeah, pretty much. It seemed like the Wizards kind of lost Keegan and TD at times, especially especially those corner shots. It seemed like it. Yeah, like uh, I was, uh, forgot I forgot to mention, like uh, Kevin Herter and Trey Lyles were out this game, so Kessler Edwards got to start, and I was actually really surprised that TD didn't start because you know the last time around when Herter was hurt, they slotted in TD, and I thought he was fine, like the game in Toronto, and so I thought it was going to be that, but they started Kessler Edwards, and honestly, it didn't go well. Kessler picked up three fouls in the first quarter. And yeah, like again, the Kings offense was running in running in a bit of mud, but TD comes in, provides instant just energy and offense. And yeah, he is he is you can make the argument he is the best shooter on the team, like a legitimate argument. But you know, he takes 
awful threes. So that's kind of that's why he isn't. But he is a knockdown shooter. And when he, when he is hot, he gets hot. Oh, yeah. I mean, whoever ends the game will end the game. And, you know, Kessler Edwards wasn't the one to end the game. It was pretty much TDN week. Well, you know, that, that you know, you got to add more context there. We were beating the shit out of the Wizards. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, De'Aaron didn't play in the fourth quarter. Like, you played 26 minutes this game. Not, not, a, not an explosive game by any means, but, yeah, TD came in 16 points in the first half. Like, he was scorching hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so... Let's see. Um, one, I guess we'll talk a little bit just about the individual players. Sabonis, so uh, he was just like you know these last two teams they played against. They, by the way, they're both kind of they both kind of like follow the same trajectory. Horrible start. Then the Kings get hot and they basically control the game from uh from the from that point forward. Like Sabonis so in this game, just like in the uh in the Nets game, he's too big. For anybody to guard him, like they didn't have KP in in this game either, so maybe KP would have guarded Sabonis, but I'm not sure if he could have handled him. But like Sabonis just went inside and pummeled Taj Gibson, he pummeled Daniel Gafford. They those guys just had no hope uh, on him. Like whenever he just wanted to put his head down and just bully his way to the rim. Yeah, he's definitely a bruiser. Like just drawing <laughs> fouls, and yeah, he he's just so. Uh... I don't, I don't want to say artist, but he he just gets buckets when he's inside that paint. And they keep saying for, he can only go left. And guess what? Ain't nobody could stop him from going left. So <laughs> it, it's not been a problem. Like, yeah, he he's really like, tr- again, tricky with his finishes. Like you can tell like he always like he always like like how, how do I even describe it? He gets to like a spot spot like not even on the floor he gets it the ball up to a certain spot and then flicks it a certain way and it basically goes in the exact same way every time like he finds like certain spots on the backboard to bank it off of like he has mastered like his craft in terms of like you know finishing with you know not very big arms or he's not all that tall for a center and then he doesn't have a crazy wingspan but he's mastered his craft yep pretty much yeah, uh, 30 points, uh, nine rebounds, and 10 assists. They added that assist at the end of the game. I, I don't know why, I don't know where it was, but they did. Uh, he also got a really nice block, and I thought he was really good on defense this game, too. Yeah, it seemed like, uh, I mean, Sabonis is just being Sabonis, and I don't know, no complaints, actually. Yeah, I mean, this has become a regular occurrence at this point. Like, he is going to get his numbers. And in this game, he he went to work because, again, like, just they have no one out. They had no one to guard him on the other side. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harrison Barnes, kind of an invisible game. Like, 11 points, you know, three rebounds, two assists. Like, he had two, he had two threes, but, like, overall just kind of existed out there. Didn't get in the way. Just, like, hit, hit, hit threes when he needed to. Like, just kind of existed out there. Yeah, pretty much Mr. O'Reliable. I mean, he was in the right spots for those threes, and yeah, I mean, he had them. Uh, Kessler Edwards, like 19 minutes, um, you know, minus five, like take what you will about that. I thought he was good on defense, but again, like the Kings have a weird issue when they start defensive players. Like, I don't know what it is. Like this that this happened with Casey Akpala. Like it just, it didn't go well. And uh, I don't know if like, 
if Herder isn't going to be available, I'd rather just start TD. But I got where they wanted to, what they wanted to do. They wanted to slow down Bradley Beal, and Bradley had a tough, had a rough game. And you you got to give some credit to Kessler on that. Yeah, I mean, this is I would want to say my first time seeing Kessler in a full game uh, scenario with him. Uh, but in terms of his offense, I think it was, I think it was fine. He didn't take too much. He took the shots he knew he could take, and I mean. Free for free, it's pretty nice. I need to find out if that three pointer is real. the 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 form is a bit janky. I don't know if he's going to be consistent, but if he can hit that three, that's huge. Because that was the one thing that Casey Apollo did couldn't really do. He couldn't. He was not consistent from three. And we'll see if Kessler like can actually hit them at a high enough clip. Two for two this game though. Yeah, I mean, especially doing the what you call it, the Sabonis screen, and it seemed like it wasn't even going in because the guy actually uh, got around Sabonis's screen uh, enough time for uh, Kessler to even shoot that three too. So, I mean, if it goes in, I can't complain. Well, one guy that has not had any problems shooting the ball, well, he's kind of had some problems shooting the ball lately, but this game, five for ten from from three, seven for fifteen, for nineteen points, Keegan Murray just. Was an absolute like knockdown shooter. Anytime he shot, I thought it was going in. Yeah, I mean he's creeping up to that. Uh, what you call most raised by a rookie in a season. So, yeah, we'll see. I was say he did have some rough takes to the rim. Like there was one where you know he tried to he tried to dunk on Daniel Gaffer, and it was it was honestly a pretty weak take. Yeah. Um. And yeah, Daniel Gaffer sent that shit backwards. But there was one where it was Anthony Gill who blocked the shot but clearly got him like all on the wrist but no call and uh yeah just had a rough night going to the rim yeah i mean learning experience for him i'm pretty sure he'll uh, uh adapt more of it but i mean so far from this later half of the season he's being more aggressive in terms of going into the rim anyway and also i mean his defense is still top notch i'd say yeah, he's very, very physical, and I love that about him. Now, like him keeping like guys in front is a is a bit of an adventure, but like he like when he was guarding uh, Kuzma, he was so physical. I mean, what, what was it? I'm pretty sure I already mentioned this, but yeah, in that podcast, I mean, he did say that after that All Star break, he went to guard some of the best guys around that league, and I mean, he did a pretty good job throughout all these games so far, being a. Uh, coming out of all-star break yeah like he has issues with team defense and that's that takes time to learn like you just can't learn that like right off the bat and unfortunately that's what mike mike brown wants the most he's they're gonna have to wait and just like let the process of his growth play out but i thought i think his individual defense unless he's guarding like a hyper quick guard he's i think he's really good like against wings Mm -hmm. oh yeah uh De'Aaron had a quiet game six or 12 from the field but uh, over three from the free throw line for only 12 points and seven assists. Not a great game for him, but like I thought he was good when he was out there. He picked his spots really well and like he is unstoppable going to the rim. And yeah, he's, they didn't need him. So it's OK for him to have a 12 and seven game. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. I mean, other than that one play where, you know, the Wizards kind of pat the paint to uh, grab their or DM's, uh, whatchamacallit. Uh, steal so other than that yeah i mean darren's being direct darren yeah he had two kind of rough turnovers where he just kind of dribbled into traffic and just lost the ball but those were only his only two turnovers so not the biggest deal 
Oh yeah. Uh Chimezi Metsu, I thought I thought he was pretty good. Three blocks this game, like two two points, six rebounds. Now, yeah, he's just he just he had some weird like moves going to the rim, but he's he's bringing a lot of energy, and I I love that. You know, you can always count on him for that. Oh yeah. Um, let's see, Davion Mitchell. Like, let's talk about Davion Mitchell. Like on offense, he was really good, two two for two from the three, but on defense, he put Bradley Beal in, into lockdown protocol. Now Beal did score a few times because he is he is bigger than him. But like he made him work for every single bucket, and he and there was even one possession where he literally put him into lockdown. Like you know, Bradley Beal couldn't dribble around him, couldn't get by him, and he ended up having to pass the Kuzma. And yeah, that's a bit of an adventure. <laughs> yeah, Kuzma is a whole nother um guy that uh yeah just does what he thinks he could do. Yeah, um, we'll we'll get to him in a little bit, but I thought Davion was so good on defense tonight. Hmm. Uh, Terrence Davis, as we mentioned, he ended up with 21 points, uh, 16 in the first half. Again, just a huge spark plug off the bench and just could not miss from three this game. Five of seven um, from three and then eight of 13. Malik Monk also couldn't miss five for seven as well. Like just they were scorching hot from three, six for 12 overall. Just incredible production from the bench. Yeah, let's hope it keeps uh, this keeps up because, you know, with uh, what you might call it. Why, why is this Kevin Herter uh, being out? I mean, we're going to need that three-point threat from the bench. Yeah, hopefully they do maintain this. Um, we'll, we'll see what Herter's status is. He's day-to-day. The uh, MRI came back clean. So hopefully he's back soon. Oh, yeah. By the way, uh, Davion, T- TD, and uh, Malik, their initials, DMT. Mm. <laughs> For you Joe Rogan fans out there. Uh, okay <laughs> anyways uh, let, let's let's go to the wizards kuzma kuzma is an interesting player now i'm not saying he's a bad player by any means he thinks he's so much better than he actually is i'll just say that he he thinks he's luka Doncic, like with some with just the way like he kind of like dominates the possession and then tries to create now he did a good job for the most part but like he's not that guy yeah, he definitely doesn't have a sort of system he follows, I guess you could say. Um, I feel like if he takes the shots that he should be taking, <laughs> I don't know how to say it. Well, like he was like that on the Lakers, but then, you know, he, he was able to branch out. And, you know, his ideal role is kind of what he did on the Lakers, just kind of a, a tough wing defender who can every now and then hit a three and, you know, attack off the dribble. This role for him is probably a little too big for him because, like, the Wizards aren't good, but that's, it's not entirely his fault. But again, he plays like he plays like he thinks he's Luca, basically. And, you know, he's not that, but he is a very, very good player. And have fun paying him $25 million per year, I'll just say, Wizards, because honestly, I think that's what he's going to command. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, I feel like. Bradley Beal should be taking most of those shots, but I mean, with us stopping Bradley Beal, I mean, yeah, the only real guy other than him is Kuzma. I mean, I, yeah, looking throughout the rest of the guys, I don't know who else would have uh, commanded those shots. Yeah, and then like, yeah, let's jump to Bradley Beal. Like, 
did not have a good game shooting wise. He did find like moments, but yeah, eight for seventeen this game, like just got put into the put into the blender, or not the blender, but like and got put down and got put into lockdown protocol, as, as I mentioned, like by Davion and Kessler. And there was even one possession where like I think the, I think he switched from uh Davion to Kessler and then ended with De'Aaron on him, who harassed him into a miss. Just a trio of just very disruptive defenders that just it, it was it was a rough night for him like the kings just had guys for him this game yeah he seemed a little uh upset especially with how we trapped him in that one play and got the steal i mean he pretty much shouldered <laughs> uh sabonis uh into you know the ground yeah a lot of people were calling that a dirty play sure like it, it's it, it probably was out of frustration it, it it was what it was like i didn't i i don't look too much into that um yeah just it was a frustrating game for him he and sabonis like he took a lot of abuse like you know the, down low it's physical as hell he's getting hit all over the place there's no call and then like he got a lot of like hand action this game like guys were just smacking his hand a lot and he, even at one point, like he fell on his hand, he fell on his right hand, was grabbing, or I think he fell on his left hand, and then like he was kind of grabbing at it, but he was able to hit free throws. So he, I think he's fine. Hopefully, it's nothing. But like, yeah, like it was a rough game for Sabonis this game in terms of just physical contact. Yeah, hopefully it doesn't come back to haunt him, and you know, knock on wood, no, no major injuries. To be honest, uh, I'll just quickly talk about a uh, Denny Advia, like. One for nine. I don't know what to do with Denny Avia. Like, talk about another guy I thought was going to be really good. It just hasn't turned into anything. Like, his shooting motion is still, like, janky. Um, Just, and then he doesn't really do much out there. Like, he, has, he was dribbling a lot this game. Like, I don't know how good his handle is, but, like, he was dribbling, like, trying to dribble around, like, De'Aaron and stuff like that, and it just did not go well for him. I don't know much. I don't know about Diddy Avia. Like, is it the Wizards or is it him? I can't tell. I don't know. In, in my opinion, I I would want to say it's the Wizards. I think the room of growth within this team is a little janky because of how many guys they had that seem like. I, I just feel like this team isn't uh, a type like the type of team that you could grow off of. I feel. Yeah, it's tough. And like it doesn't look like they're gonna go anywhere anytime soon just because like they're it's tough because they signed Brad to that contract. So it's gonna be hard to get free agents. And they're gonna sign Kuzma to a big contract too. So they're gonna be really stuck, basically. I don't know how to get out of this one. They like just some of the draft picks they've had, like it's not been great. And you know, like let's talk about Johnny Davis a little bit. Like Johnny Davis, I thought was good this game, but like overall, like he's been rough in his rookie year. Do you think he can turn around? Yeah, like I said, I feel like it's uh, <laughs> the same kind of situation with Denny. Uh, just not the type of team that you could grow off of. I feel like if it were to be any other team where he gets more opportunities uh, and more <laughs> minutes, I feel like he could kind of grow into something. But as of right now, it's kind of kind of on, uh, up in the air for johnny for me look i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna cape i'm like guy like guys like koc and verdo they have guys that they just believe in so koc has mo bamba and uh chris verdo has marvin bagley 
Yeah, yeah. Remember him? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. They're they're just they're just gonna keep believing in these guys. Johnny Davis might be my guy that I'm just gonna believe in. I love them in the draft, but you know, it's, the NBA game just might not be right for him because, like, the physicality he played with, like in college, that's not really gonna be an advantage for him. But I, I'm gonna trust in Johnny Davis. I think he could turn it around. Oh, on the Wizards. On the Wizards too, huh? On the Wizards. I, I feel like uh, he could turn around in a different team, but I don't know if he is eligible <laughs> to, uh, whatchamacallit, get traded out anytime soon. Okay. Well, uh, that's all we have for the game. Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, about the game, I mean. Uh, no. I mean, we hit 22 threes. I mean, we were one away from tying our, whatchamacallit, most threes in a game. This is so. 22 of mine. Oh, yeah, no. we Did I say 22 or 23? You said 23. Oh, I, what I meant to say was we hit 22. Uh, 23 was our, uh, whatchamacallit, franchise high in a game, but we were, we were close to tying it, but, you know, not quite there yet. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, I thought we were going to break the record, but, you know, the Kings, the Kings subbed in their uh, third unit, so... Didn't didn't have the chance to, but yeah, it, it was it was an incredible shooting night on the road, no less. That which actually also made up for their really bad free throw shooting this game, sixty percent from the free throw line, fourteen for twenty three. So, but you know when you're not when you're just not missing from three, you can make up for that. Oh yeah, and we got to see a Maffy Dova Dova free at the end. Yes, we did. Uh, okay, so the Kings after this road win, seven and t- seven and zero. Oh since on the road that is since the all-star break that ties the warriors record or road record total where they are seven to 29 yeah the kings are pretty good on the road to say the least and the warriors are terrible we'll get to them but yeah they are now also the kings 16 games above 500 imagine saying that at the beginning of the season yeah that's it's still crazy and now three and a half games to first but so are the Grizzlies, which, uh, yeah, we'll we'll see how that um, how that turns out. Yeah, are are we facing the Grizzlies? No, we're we're done with them. Ah, oh, darn! I I wish we had one more game against the Grizzlies. That'd be kind of the uh, the not I guess the not in the tie. I don't, I don't know what to say. Yeah, uh, the tiebreaker. Um, the tiebreaker. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. You know what? Let, let's talk. Let's talk about them now. So the Warriors just lost to the Grizzlies on the road. It was a close game at certain points, but the the Warriors, for the life of them, cannot win on the road. They keep falling apart for some reason. And I'm I'm watching just some of the highlights. Like I kind of I kind of skip back and forth between between the Kings game and the Warriors game. That team talks so much shit. Like, look, we we know we've known this. Like. They are kind of the new villains of the NBA, and rightfully so. But my God, like I do wish we faced them because y- you want someone to shut shut those guys up. Like they are a cocky ass team, and this is without jaw, by the way. Like Dylan Brooks is talking all the shit, Dil- and then like Desmond Bain just looks like a prick. I-, I don't know about I don't know if you see that. Yeah, well, yeah Desmond Bain just kind of looks like a prick, and then yeah, like Dylan Brooks just plays the villain role like to its fullest. They are they're a pain in the ass, and I cannot wait for someone to shut them up. And it might be the Kings in the second round. 
Oh, we shall see, I guess. Yeah, that being said, the Warriors just, I don't know what the hell's going on with them. Like, at this point, like, people just need to stop talking. Like, Ja, ja after saying, like, oh, yeah, no, we, I'm not worried about the West at all. They went on a pretty big losing streak. Draymond, after, after his kind of, like, lambasting, if you will, of Dylan Brooks, which I thought some of it was a bit unfair and just say the way that Draymond talks about like you know how he's a winner and he definitely is but let's not pretend that you're the main reason you're actually one of the biggest reasons you're arguably the second big- biggest reason why the the Warriors are such a great team as you know the dynasty you're all you also wouldn't be anything without Steph let's not pretend that but like the more I watch Dylan Brooks the more I'm thinking like Draymond you need you need to win one for the love of God, <laughs> just to shut that. I mean, he's not going to shut that guy out. He's going to keep talking. And Lord have mercy if the, if the Grizzlies actually won something, like you know, got to the finals or something, or hell, for the love of God, win a ring. Oh my God, these guys are going to be insufferable. Well, I guess we'll see. I feel like uh, I don't. I don't know. Do you still have faith for the Warriors this season? I I feel I, like I can't, I can't quit them. Like so, so like. I've been I've been talked into the idea. Like I'm not saying it's gonna happen that the Kings can make the Western Conference Finals. Mm-hmm, yeah, <laughs> I'm open to that idea right now. Saying that, there's there's all the reason in the world that the Warriors can make the Western Conference Finals too, because there isn't a team that you say like they're the ones. They're 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 you know leagues ahead of leaps ahead of any other team like Denver. And they get the Warriors in the first round. Like, are you confident the Warriors can actually, or the Nuggets can actually beat the Warriors? Like, they are gonna, they are gonna roast Jokic alive. Not granted, Jokic could destroy them on the other side, but like, they're gonna, they're gonna eat. Like, the Warriors are gonna eat, and we'll see what happens with that. There, there just isn't that team that you're just, they're, they're not. There's no juggernaut, like at all. Hmm. Yeah. I- I guess when the playoffs come, that's where we'll see how uh, these teams are settled in. But in terms of the regular season, I feel like the Warriors can come back next season. Do Do you think they can win the championship? The Warriors? I I feel like they still have a very high chance <laughs> in terms of, uh, you know, coming out and going back to the finals in the West. I'm not sure... I have a feeling somewhere in the East is where there'll be a champion. I I don't know why. I feel like the East has a better chance in terms of uh, uh, someone winning the championship. Probably like the Bucks. Like we just saw the Bucks. They're they're absolutely destructive when Middleton has it going. The Boston. We'll see them on Tuesday. I want to see. I want to see what's up with that team. Philadelphia is looking really good. If it oh, if it wasn't Joel Embiid and James Harden, I would have more faith in them. But like, you know, they're them. Hopefully, nothing happens to them. But stuff always happens to them. Cleveland, like it. I don't know. They're still young. Um, like I don't think they're that much better than the than the Kings to a certain degree, and at least like so far this season. We'll see in the playoffs. But like, there's a like those are the kind of the three teams like Philly, Boston and Milwaukee. Like they're in a tier of their own. 
and then like you can maybe slip in the Nuggets in there, but like there's there's no true front runner in the West. Like you, honestly, like if if the Warriors weren't so bad on the road, you could easily like slot them like into that group. You know, because like they are the champions, they have championship experience, and that means a lot. And like I want to see what the Warriors look like with GP two back. GP two is a difference maker when he's healthy. Oh man. Are they gonna get him back by the time the playoffs come though? Uh they should. They're reevaluating him soon. Mm. Yeah, it's been it's been a while, <laughs> let's just say, for him to be gone this long. Yeah. So, you know, and like, you know, talking about the Kings. I think the Kings are a fuck around and find out team. Like, you want the Kings in the first round? Okay. Yeah, them going to the conference finals, uh, it's, it's hard for me to say I believe because, I mean, it's already hard to believe that we're already in the second seed in Let, that kind of sense. Let's see, like, what kind – let's just see how much defense is really going to matter because the Kings can lock down on defense sometimes. Doesn't happen very often, but they can do it. And their offense, it's going to slow down a little bit, but I don't think that's going to – because they're still they're one of the best half court offenses too. They're not just the like they're not the 2019 Kings where they were a, uh, they were a fast breaking team and not much else. They've yeah. got they've got juice and you know like I think I think they can they could translate a lot of that. The defense will be a problem, but I don't think they're as bad as the numbers say. If that makes sense. Oh. I guess we shall see because, yeah, when playoffs are a whole nother monster, I feel, especially uh, coming uh, like first in or like for our team, it's like first time experience. Yeah, it's like we just don't know what to expect from this Kings team. And we won't know until until we see it. Like nobody knows how good how good they're going to be. And that's kind of what I mean by like they're like whoever faces them is going to fuck around and find out because like they, I don't even think the Kings really like know what to expect. And I imagine they're going to play with an edge about them. Like, you know, a lot of people are doubting them and like, it's going to be their first time in the, in the playoffs. And I don't, they're going to crap the bed. And instead I think they're going to hit the ground running because De'Aaron is, I think is made for these things. Mm, Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Well, yeah, we shall see. Yep, well, very much so. Okay, uh, anything else you want to quickly talk about? Uh, let's see. So far, no DPOG. I don't see so far. Uh, but other than that, I mean, our next game, let's see. When is our next game? It is against the Jazz, who just beat the Celtics, by the way. Oh, yeah, I forgot. This is the back-to-back, huh? Jazz, then Boston. Jazz, then Boston. It's going to be a rough one. I feel like there I feel like this is going to be interesting against like I like at the beginning of the season I was like saying that's going to be probably a loss against the Celtics with the Celtics kind of stumbling a little bit especially without uh, Robert Williams right now uh, that we might be able to actually take those two games Yeah, we'll see. I feel like Jazz I think we got that in the bag. Boston, yeah. It's... Well, I wouldn't say so. They're still a tough team. I, I would favor the Kings for sure, but yeah, you know, we'll see. But Boston is kind of like that true test if we could keep up with uh, the you know the trifecta of the East. Yeah, just just make just make Marcus Smart do 
do everything like that that's kind of what i would without that'll be on my game plan just make make him do shit <laughs> yeah just leave brown and uh, tatum to do the rest okay all right uh since you have nothing else uh let's call it an episode thank you guys for listening uh we'll get back to you guys after tuesday or tuesday night maybe we'll see if we can get we can actually publish an episode it might be wednesday but we will get you an episode after the boston game all right well we'll see you guys later